Hey, this is David Stearman, and you're listening to my UP podcast. We've been talking the last couple episodes about becoming the person you want to be. You can become the person you want to be, you know. But there are certain things that we need to line up in order to do that. And the first one is that we need to believe in God. After all, Jesus himself said, with God, nothing is impossible. So if we're really believing for something that seems out of reach, very difficult, if not impossible for us to attain, we're going to want God's help, right? Believe in God. And the second thing I want to bring up here is that we need to believe in ourselves. Yes, God really does want us to believe in ourselves. After all, we are his creation. And he wants us to believe that he created something good when he created us. There's a false humility that says, I'm nothing. I'm nobody. No one. I can't do anything right. And traditional Christianity has kind of taught us that that's a spiritual way to think. But I want to tell you, according to what I see in the Bible, that is not a spiritual way to think. That's a carnal way to think. Reminds me of the thinking of the ten unbelieving spies from Numbers 13 who went to check out the land of Canaan and brought back an evil report of it. Do you know that story? We should run over that. Again, this starts in Numbers 13, and I'll just read a little bit of it here. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Send men to spy out the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the children of Israel. From each tribe of their fathers send a man, every one a leader among them. So Moses put together, there were twelve tribes, you know, and he put together twelve leaders, one from each tribe. And Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan and said to them, Go up this way into the south and go up into the mountains and see what the land is like. Whether the people who dwell there are strong or weak, few or many, whether the land they dwell in, is good or bad, whether the cities they inhabit are like little camps or strongholds. So they went up and spied out the land. And you remember, they went all through the land, and then they came to this valley called Eshkol. And there they cut down a branch with one cluster of grapes that was so huge that two of them had to carry it on a pole. And they brought some pomegranates and figs and all kinds of good things back out of the land. But then they returned from spying out the land after 40 days. And when they came back, They told Moses, We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. That is, you know, that it was very abundant land. And this is its fruit. And they showed him the grapes and so forth. Then they said, Nevertheless, the people who dwell in this land are strong, and the cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. I don't know if you know who the descendants of Anak or the Anakim were, but they were very large people, over nine feet tall, Uh, bigger than Vikings, you know. I know in some of the old translations of the Bible, they're called the giants, and technically they're giants, but there's something about that word, that that translation, that kind of makes it sound like a fairy tale. This was not a fairy tale. These were really big people. And when the children of Israel heard this, they got really scared. They began to, they were shaking in their boots. And uh, it says, Caleb quieted all the people before Moses. And I love Caleb's spirit. He said, let's go up at once and take possession. We are well able to overcome it. I mean, this guy, the 10 spies say, there are great big people there, 10 feet tall. And here's Caleb. We can handle it. Let's go up now. You know, he was excited. But the men who had gone up with him said, we're not able to go up against the people. They're stronger than we. They gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they'd spied out, saying, The land through which we've gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, 
and all the people we saw in it were men of great stature. And of course, this wasn't the truth. Everybody wasn't huge, and it was a really good, abundant land. It didn't devour its inhabitants. But this was fear talking. These were afraid, scared people talking. And they said, there we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Now, listen to that. We were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. You see, what you believe about yourself affects what others believe about you. If you have self-confidence, if you're bold and confident and feel like you're somebody, you're something, instead of nobody, nothing, people begin to believe that you really are somebody and something. Other times, when you believe you're nobody and nothing, you know, people will look on you and you have a wormy countenance and a you know, you're always looking down and you won't make eye contact. People kind of think there's maybe there's something wrong with you. Well, when all the people of the congregation heard this report, it says that they lifted up their voices and cried and the people wept that night and all the children of Israel complained against Moses and Aaron. And the whole congregation said to them, if only we died in the land of Egypt. Can you imagine them saying this? If only we died in the land of Egypt or if only we died in this wilderness. Why has the Lord brought us into this land of Canaan to fall by the sword that our wives and children should become victims? Oh my gosh, the fear and unbelief were so all over this people simply because of a bad report, a lying report that 10 of the spies had brought about the land. But then Joshua, remember him, and Caleb spoke up and they said, no, the land we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. And if the Lord delights in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey. Only do not rebel against the Lord, nor fear the people of this land. I love this next statement. For they are our bread, and their protection is departed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. They are our bread. That is boldness. That is self-confidence. And that, that self-confidence was pleasing to God. And Joshua and Caleb were said to have brought a good report of the land. You see, the good report was the self-confident report. Yeah, it's not a self-confidence that's only based in our own flesh. But it's a confidence that comes from also knowing that God is inside of us and he is with us. But it is also a confidence that's based on who we are, naturally speaking, because we are God's workmanship. You see, Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are his workmanship. Now, the Greek word there is interesting. It means handiwork or craftsmanship. So we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. God believes in us and created us to accomplish great things. Psalm 139, 13 and 14 say it this way. David is talking to the Lord and he says, For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully, that word in, in the original means awesomely. I praise you because I'm awesomely and wonderfully made. Can you say that about yourself? Can you... Put your hand on your heart and say, awesome. I am awesomely made. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. 
And he goes on to say, your works are marvelous. He's talking about himself there. He says, your works are marvelous, and that I know full well. You know, we need to know full well that God has made us marvelously, that we are a wonderful and marvelous thing and capable of spectacular accomplishments. As the famous singer Mahalia Jackson once said, God don't sponsor no flops. So you're not a failure, you're not a mess, and you're not going to flop. You're going to succeed because God created you to succeed. You're wonderful, and God wants you to believe in yourself because in believing in yourself, you're also believing in him. You're believing that he created something wonderful when he created you and that he created you for good works that you should walk in. This was God's intention for you to live out the dreams that he has put in your heart. And you are well able to fulfill the dreams he's given you. You are well able to become the person you want to be. David Stearman Ministries is a missionary ministry. We take the good news of Jesus wherever we can, from the jungles of South America to Mexico to the Philippines, over the European continent and places beyond. And we'd love it if you'd partner with us in this task. If you'd like to help, just text GIVE to 513-296-8810 and enter the amount you'd like to sow. That's it. And thanks so much for helping us help others.